Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look at the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our last episode, we learned how young Pug Flanagan, in a daring attempt to help Kent and Jimmy Olsen escape from the cabin, where they were held by a foreign agent, climbed down a rope suspended over the side of the ship, armed only with a nail and a rubber band. Fortunately, the cabin's porthole was open. Clinging to the swaying rope, Pug shot the nail at the single light bulb burning in the cabin, shattering it into a million fragments and throwing the room into darkness. Shots rang out as Kent, making use of the dark to become Superman, hurled himself at the foreign agent. Meanwhile, Pug, his work done, started up the rope hand over hand. But the shots had reached the ears of the agent's henchman, a man named Hunt, stationed on deck. Quickly, he ran to the rail where Pug had tied one end of the rope. In the glare of a flashlight, he recognized Pug climbing up. Whipping out a knife, he began to hack at the strands, trying to cut the rope. Listen. You boy, no use climbing any higher. I'm cutting the rope. No, no. And when I do, you will drop into the sea. Please, please. Do like my boy... There it goes! Lightning cleaves the black sky and thunder crashes as Pug, unable to swim, drops like a plummet into the raging storm-swept sea. Through the open porthole of the agent's cabin, Superman's keen hearing catches Pug's last screaming call for help, recognizes it. In an instant, he is on deck, muscles tense, X-ray eyes searching the darkness. A shadowed figure runs across the deck, but faster than light, Superman follows him, clutches his arm. Just a minute. I heard a cry for help. Where's that boy, Pug? Who are you? Never mind who I am. Answer my question. Oh, uh, yes. Here's your answer. Oh. And broken. Answer my question. Where's that boy? You're killing me. You're crunching my ribs. Talk and talk fast. He went overboard. Where? Which side of the boat? Stop it. Out. I'll be back to take care of you. I don't know whether I can find poor Pug in all this storm, but I've got to try. He's on the surface at all. He can't have floated far. Up! Up! Like some giant bird, Superman wings out over the dark, turbulent waters, red cloaks streaming in the wind, sharp eyes scanning the surface of the sea for some sign of Pug. Jagged bolts of lightning rip across the blackened sky, followed by the crashing boom of thunder. Battling the elements as no one else could, Superman circles closer and closer to the wind-tossed water. Each second carries him further and further away from the ship. Hope begins to wane. Pug is gone. And then suddenly... What's that directly below me? A piece of driftwood? No, it's Pug. He's going under. Down, down. Okay, Pug. I've got you. Ah, he's unconscious. Better get him back to the ship in a hurry. Up, up, and away! Up, up, and away! 
be sunk in ten minutes. Then suddenly I saw a face at the porthole. There was a crash of glass and the light went out. That's when he fired those shots. And this face at the porthole, you do not know who it was? No, Captain Astero. It all happened too fast. Well, there is one thing of which we can be certain. Those two will not bother us. They are safe in Ireland. But what about Clark Kent and Pug? They've disappeared. I think we will find them someplace on the ship. What about being sunk by a torpedo? If we are hit, there is only one thing to do. Take to the boat. In this storm? What else is there? Come. We will find Senor Kent and this boy you call uh, Pug. You don't have to look very far, Captain. Well, Mr. Kent. I'm happy to see you, Senor. What happened, Mr. Kent? I thought sure that guy killed you. When the light went out, his gun was pointing right at your chest. How did you escape? Well, I uh, I guess it was bad marksmanship on his part, Jim. Uh, how are the Barrington? Miss Barrington fainted, but she's all right now. Oh. Her father's with her in her cabin. Have you seen Pug? Yes, yes, he's safe and sound. That's what brought me up on deck in such a hurry. I heard Pug cry for help. One of our foreign friends was trying to throw him overboard. Incidentally, what happened to that pair? They are both in Ireland, senor. Oh, good. Now we can relax for a while. Oh, no, we can't. Not if we're going to be torpedoes. Jim, you'd better go down to the cabin and stay with Pug. Captain Mastero and I will watch things up here. Oh, gee, can I be with you? Well, Pug's alone in the cabin. And after what he did, I think he deserves some attention. What do you mean? Well, it was Pug who lowered himself over the side of the ship and broke that electric light bulb. Well, no kidding. That's right. Boy, then he deserves more than attention. He deserves a medal. I'll go right down to him. In case anything happens, call me. I will. A very nice boy, senor. Jimmy? Oh, he's tough. Now, look, Captain... Jimmy's probably told you everything, including the possibility this ship may be torpedoed. See, si, but what I am to do, senor? Shall I give orders to turn back? I don't think that would help. I suspect the submarine lying in wait for us won't attack without a signal. If, as you say, the two men are in irons, there will be no signal. All we can do is... Meanwhile, in the darkness of a forward hold, three decks below... A hushed voice rises above the sound of the ship's engine. Son, listen, yeah? You said some time ago that we have another man on board. Yeah, in the engine room. You think he will have enough sense to find out where we are? How can I tell? I still do not understand what happened. I told you that young swine, the skinny one, climbed down a rope and threw something into the portal. I caught him and cut the rope. At least we accounted for one of them. What good does it do us? Without our signal, Miller, we're not attacked. We've got to get loose and free of these chains. You're wasting your time. Relax. Sure, sure. What difference does it make to you? This is my mission. I'm responsible for its success. Do you know what will happen to me if I fail? Quiet, quiet. Someone comes. Yeah, yeah. I could not come sooner. What have you brought? A hacksaw. It's all I could find. Quickly. Start on this chain between my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you go any faster? You think we have all night? Do the best I can. What is doing on the ship? I do not know. I heard you were an iron, I come as soon as I could. Yeah, there. Through. All right. Give me the saw. Yeah. I'll do the rest myself. Go back to the engine room. We, w- we don't want anyone looking for you. Yeah, well. When you hear the sound of a gun being fired, come at once to the lower deck. You understand? Yeah, I understand. Now go. Hold your arms out, Andrew. In five minutes, we'll both be free. Go ahead, Pug. What happened after that? Well, when I did the guy who was making out he was an old lady, I figured something was wrong in his tub. Yeah, there was plenty wrong. Two foreign agents had us cornered in their cabin. Well, I didn't know that, but 
I knew something was rotten in Denmark. So I got me a hunk of rope, tied it to the rail, and went over the side. I'm telling you, Jim, when I saw you and Mr. Kemp standing there with that guy pointing a gun at you, I nearly passed out. Boy, I want to... Wait a minute, Pug. Uh-huh. Someone at the door. He's trying to open it. Get under the bed. Maybe the man who threw you overboard. Right. I'll get into bed. think you will see any light, Senor Kent. No submarine in these waters would carry light. No, probably not. I thought I heard the purr of a motor launch. Huh? Jimmy, I thought I... Pug, what are you doing here? Mr. Kent, those two men, the agents, they got loose. What? No, it cannot be. That's what I thought, but they came into our cabin. I made believe I was asleep. Yes? They said they were going to show a signal on the lower deck at the forward part of the ship. Hey, look. What's that light? Flashing on and off. That must be them. I will put an end to that. No. No, Captain. Leave them alone. Huh? You're not going to let us get torpedoed, Mr. Kent. Listen. Hear that motorboat? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. You're going to pick them up. But see, what are we standing here for? We must stop them, senor. What's that? A gun fired across our bow. In order to heave to. Don't pay any attention to but, it. But, senor... Trust me, Captain. I forgot to tell you, boys, that we have a visitor on board. A uh, friend of yours, Jimmy. Friend of mine? Mm-hmm. Hey, have you been holding out on me? I don't get you, Mr. Ken. Superman is on board, Jim. Superman? No, Ken. Where is he? Waiting to take care of these murderers in his own way. You two stand here at the rail so you can see the show. Captain, I'd like you to go up on the bridge and shine your searchlight across the water amidships. But, senor, this is most unusual. I know, I know, but it's the best way. Very well, I will do it. Oh, where are you going, Mr. Ken? Tell Superman we're ready. The launch is on its way back to the submarine. Now, don't move from this spot no matter what happens. What do you think's going to happen, Jim? Gosh, I don't know. It's all kind of strange. What if something goes wrong? Well, nothing can go wrong with Superman around. You know, I don't get this Superman business. How does a guy know where to find Look, it? Look, the searchlight's on. Oh, it sure lights things up. There's the sub. I can see it. Look, Jim. I see it. And I see something else, too. What? White streak in the water. It's a torpedo coming right at us. Oh, it can't be. I tell you, it is. Look, it's right in the path of the light now. We're going to be hit. Jim, up there in the sky, look. It's Superman. He's He's diving down. Down in the water. Look at him, like a bullet. What's he going to do? Watch him. He's going after that torpedo. Look, he's got us. Pug, do you see what I see? He's turning the torpedo around, sending it back at the submarine. There it goes. Right into the submarine. And so another Superman adventure ends with the enemies of law and order getting a taste of their own medicine. But there's bound to be something doing when Clark Kent, Jimmy, and their newfound friend, Pug Flanagan, return to Metropolis. So be with us when we begin a new, even more thrilling adventure with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.